Welcome to the Gentleman's Club slash Interloop podcast. My name is Shane Allen. Mark Meyer will not be joining me today. Uh, and now that 50% of the audience that only listens for Mark's sweet, nasally voice is gone, let me lose the rest of you. Before we jump into the Rochester news, real quick plugs. Gentleman's Club has a show this Saturday night at Comedy at the Carlson. Gentleman's Club does stand-up is what we called it. You can still grab tickets at uh, Comedy at the Carlson's website, or you can just grab them at the door. Uh, I will be out Friday night at Rock Cinema for the first ever Rock Cinema Comedy Open Mic. Come on out and watch, or come on out and participate if you're a comic. If you want to do some jokes... Put together a four-minute set. You don't even have to do four minutes. You can just get up there and tell one minute of jokes, kill, and then feel good for the rest of your life. Uh, that's the Rock Cinema Comedy Open Mic this Friday and every Friday. I'll be out there hosting that bad boy. <clears throat> but now that there's officially probably three people left still tuned into the podcast, let's jump into the news. First, I have to do an update to a story we did on the last podcast, which was about the homicide numbers. I'm not correcting them, right? We said there were 76 homicides in 2022, which is down from the year before. So we kind of were like, hey, things are getting better. Um, I just wanted to say we talked about the closure rate of these cases. I got an update on it. 44 of 76 homicides are closed, which is still not good. Not good. Still still got a good chance of getting away with murder here in Rochester. Uh, but here's an update to the, that update with another update. We just found out as far as shootings go, right? Because that's just homicides. Shootings, baby, Rochester's still number one, okay? 352 shootings in 2022. We are number one in New York State. And I'm just going to say it. Uh, I feel like we're, we could just outdo the rest of these <laughs> cities in the rest of the country. You know, probably by capita, right? That's what they always say, by capita. Um, we like to shoot guns here. We really like to shoot at one another. Um, sometimes we're pretty successful at it. But uh, those numbers are a little bit down from the year before. Uh, but uh, people are still getting shot quite a lot here in Rochester. Try to find a silver lining in all the stories that we do here, right? Because we don't want to just be, you know, gray and and grim. Um, I guess it would be this is a good place to get shot because we have so many of them. The uh, surgeons here in Rochester are well-practiced, right? Like, for example, Spring Valley, New York, they had one shooting. Right, they only had one lone shooting. You think that the Spring Valley doctor, his he knows what he's doing? No, Rochester, New York doctors are dealing with this on a daily basis. They're like, oh, okay, what's? Oh, I can. They can just tell by the, you know, the bullet wounds at this point. They're like, oh, that's a Luger. That's definitely a Luger. Probably shot from, uh, I'd say about 50 meters away. I know how to get. Uh, uh, just give me a Pez dispenser and a couple of Q-tips, and I'll take care of this sucker. That's, I guess that's the silver lining. 352. We're getting really close to at least one shooting a day. Um, so I guess goals, right? Goals here for this year. Uh, I'd say the biggest news this week is, hey, it's uh, it's currently January 26th while I'm recording this. Uh, we, are ne- we are not even into February. 
<clears throat> and already in 2023, 200 cars have been stolen in Rochester. We talked about it in the last podcast. Apparently, the, all the rage are, are Hyundai's and Kia uh, tutorials on TikTok of how to steal them. But here's the thing. This is 200 cars stolen in Rochester this month, which is a lot. And they're saying it's not all Hyundais and Kias. Uh, but they're still saying the vast majority of them are, which is terrible for me personally because I was looking at a Kia. They're, they're really a cheap, terrible car. And I was thinking about getting one. I don't know. We talked about it in the last podcast, but apparently the newer ones have anti-theft devices. But apparently, if you just got a, a, a Hyundai or a Kia before 2020, uh, just so you know, your car is going to get stolen. So you're going to have to go and get one of those old school locks, I think. Remember those uh, like big old nunchuck or whatever that you stick on a on a handlebar? What, what the hell was that? It looked like a nightstick. Like It looked like... After you got done locking up your car, you could just take that and just beat the hell out of a protester with it. I don't know, you got to figure out something. I saw in, like, San Francisco, <clears throat> this is a big problem there, mostly just for break-ins, not so much the stealing. I guess just, you know, big homeless population out in San Francisco, when they're not pooping on the street, they like to break into a car, take money, take whatever, maybe grab a snack while they're in there. So notice a lot of people will put signs on their car stating just like their sob story and why you shouldn't break into it. So it's Rochester. You probably got a sob story. You know, you just print that out at work, slap it on your window like, hey, uh, you know, I got a family of four. Uh, We can't even afford the car payments on this car. So please don't break in, you know, or just if you're going to be nice, just like leave a snack for these people that are stealing your Hyundai or Kia. Just something there. Maybe they'll just loot the car instead of stealing it. I don't know. This is just a, just an idea. It's something you're probably going to run into because they've already stolen 200 cars this year. <clears throat> Wild. Um, I just want to say, like, where are these cars going? And why are used cars still so goddamn expensive if this is what we're doing we're taking them to chop shops people running a lot of chop chop shopperies in uh, in rochester because i drive past a lot of car mechanic places and i've never heard anybody ever recommend them so i just imagine we got a lucrative chop shop market here in rochester but also why are car parts so damn expensive if we're doing chop shops i don't know all these questions and more here on our loop podcast maybe mark would have the answers to them but he's not here uh, another big news is coming out of College Town. You know College Town, right? You've been there once. Uh, U of R is set to acquire College Town. Now, from what I understand, they already owned the property that College Town is on. They were leasing it out for the buildings and stuff like that. Now they're just going to straight up own all that um, for the lease and stuff like that. <clears throat> Will this mean that? University of Rochester will be more integrated with College Town. You'd think so. I thought it already was. Like, it's called College Town. So I guess I just assumed that, like, students kind of ran the place. But what I'm finding out is there isn't even a shuttle from the school to College Town. So I guess it doesn't really happen a lot. 
And I guess that makes sense because the, the few times I've been to College Town, I don't remember seeing any college student. And it might be because all of the places there are um, insanely expensive. Insanely expensive. Like, when I went to college, I don't remember ever having money to go to Texas Day Brazil. I think it's like $50 a plate at that place. Let me look this up. I'm, you know, I'm a vegetarian. I'm pretty sure this is one of those joints, right, where they got, like, the big meat, meat skewers, and they come over and make a big show out of cutting some some lamb chop next to your table. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This is insane. Yeah, I don't know a college student has that type of cash. I, I went to college with a, with a kid who didn't have... He opted out of the student you know, um, room and board, right? Well, he was paying for room, not the board. He was not, he didn't get the the meal plan, right? So he was on his own for that, but he still lived in the dorms. But for dinner, he would go and he would eat at a Ruby Tuesday by himself. And he would just read a newspaper. This, this kid was 18 years old and already eating at a 70-year-old level. Like, that's just amazing he would come back and he would tell me like oh yeah i was talking to claire it's like claire who's claire They're like oh it's some 50 year old mom that lives in the town of oswego that is a waitress at ruby tuesday yeah insane but yeah u of r gonna own the college town property now and uh, get on over there and eat a cookie that you can get for 20 bucks from that cookie place i don't even know what's over there anymore all i know is this is going to mean that i'm never going to college town again because they're for sure going to charge for parking that's all i know about u of r is you park anywhere in the vicinity of u of r you're getting a parking ticket or best case scenario maybe somebody comes by and just steals your car and parks it somewhere that's uh, free parking and I saved this one for last because you guys are going to be like, oh, this is Shane once again shoehorning in some real estate content because he is Rochester's fattest lesbian-looking real estate agent. And it's not true. It's just because I think this is something that you are interested in, which is that there is a study that came out that Rochester Homes saw the largest rent increase in the Northeast region. What does that mean as far as being the Northeast region? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. I don't know how far south it goes or west, but I know it's the northeast region. So I'm guessing this also includes New York City, which you'd think, oh boy, that's probably bad out there. No, no, no. Rochester, we're the worst. Um, in the past, in the last quarter of 2022, rents jumped by 25% uh, as compared to last year. The current average to rent a single-family home here in Rochester is now... Uh, 1600 bucks. Actually, it's closer to 1700 bucks, which is a lot, right? It's a lot, and people hate landlords, and I understand. I'm here to help. If you don't want to speak to a landlord ever again, uh, I can help you get a house, and you could become your own landlord. I, you know, I see my landlord naked every single day. It happens to be me, and yes, it's equally as gross as if you were seeing your landlord. Uh, I'm grossed out by th my situation too. But uh, as far as landlords and them jacking up their prices, I'm not here to defend them, right? Some of them are really bad. 
I've seen the houses. I've been in houses in Rochester where people are currently renting and they're living with a family and their living conditions are awful. Uh, I, you know, I've spoken with landlords that are terrible human beings uh, who strictly think about money and do not care if they fix anything. It's really bad. I know. Okay. But I will say inflation is, is rough, right? Um, costs of everything has gone up for them. So they're raising their rent, a lot of them, uh, just to meet costs. Um, some of them are just jacking it up because they're, they got screwed over during uh, COVID with nobody paying rent. And they're just getting that nice revenge now. But the deal, really, all it comes down to is there's not a lot of options, right? Here in Rochester, there's just not a lot of options. Um, there's not construction happening, really, as far as apartments go, especially in the affordable apartment range. It's just not happening. It's the same thing with people trying to buy a house, right? There's just not a lot of options. We are at record low amounts of homes available for sale, and construction is just too expensive for builders, so they just aren't doing it. Um, so until that situation is fixed, this is going to continue to be a problem. And I don't foresee this happening, uh, changing, right, for a, a while, unfortunately. I, I mean, I don't, what do I know? Um, I've seen some stuff about how, you know, they're going to take this to Washington and they're going to be like, we need to, you need to tackle this problem you gotta start building you know you gotta build baby build it's like i don't know is joe biden gonna take that on are we gonna like this could be the new new deal right we get a bunch of people out that are out of work we get these kids that are stealing kias and hyundais and we put a hammer in their hand and we say put some shingles on this house and it could be yours i like the idea i don't think it's gonna happen right who knows? Uh, I feel bad for all the renters out there. Um, I feel bad for anybody that's looking to buy a home right now. It's all about just having reasonable expectations, and right now, um, nobody does. But yeah, there's stories. I hear them all the time. People are getting priced out. Their rent's gone up so much, they gotta, you know, they got to find some place else to live, and they can't do it. Or the places they can afford to live, it's like... And not so great spots in Rochester, right? So it's a it's a really tough situation. I don't know what the Gentlemen's Club or Interloop can do to help. I'd love to say like the Interloop makes enough money where we can uh, we'd have a rental building for all people uh, come by, but uh, we we don't make that kind of money. We have honestly the Interloop itself has enough money in its bank account right now to possibly pay rent for one month on a decent place on Lyle Ave. That's about all the money that we got. So, sorry to everybody. Um, I'll let you know if things change, but uh, don't think it's going to. So, yeah. <clears throat> but I don't want to end on like a sour note with this subject. I mean, uh, as far as apartments go... Uh, rent prices are still going to go up, but it's not going to be 
as terrible as the single-family home. So there's something, you know, there's something, right? Like, if you've got a family and you're renting a house right now, yeah, you could just move everybody into a studio apartment somewhere. Save yourself some money, right? Isn't that fun? Yeah. Not to turn this into a big commercial for Shane Allen, Fat Realty Services, but honestly... The amount of money that I see thrown around for rent in this city is, like, stupid compared to what my actual mortgage is for a home, right? Like, I realized that I I had the advantages of, like, I had a bunch of cash saved to put towards things. A lot of people don't have that. I had the advantage of we bought our home during the pandemic when rates were super low. Things are closer, you know, closer to 7 mid sixes at this point ours was like closer to three so that definitely helped and everything but if you don't have a lot of savings you're worried about that um if you have a decent credit score you can get yourself a home for not a lot of cash because uh, there's a lot of assistance programs grants you can take advantage of and if you are okay with like doing a duplex or a multiplex, you know, having multiple units in one home, and you living in one, you can use that rent money towards your application for the mortgage, so you can afford a bigger home, potentially. Just saying, if if you are tired of renting, there is a way to figure things out where you can get a home and not deal with a, a landlord ever again. You can become the landlord that you hate, right? Or you can be a better one. But, yeah, that's to say, uh, you know, I hope things turn out okay here. Uh, uh, Like I said, I don't know how it's going to get better because we're not building anything. And it seems like it's uh, it's just like the national issue, right? Um, A lot of -of out-of-town investors are, are coming in here, throwing a bunch of cash around, buying up these homes. And then, uh, you know, just leaving them in the hands of property managers that are, uh, uh, you know, can be not so good. Not so good, especially when it comes to repairs. Really good at collecting rent, though. They're really, really good at that. Um, but the situation is uh, bad, it's, and it's probably going to get worse. So isn't that nice? That's a good way to end a podcast. So I'm going to plug the shows again, and I guess I'll just do it in this context uh, with this rental situation. If you're currently renting an apartment or a home in Rochester, you apparently have zero money at all. So come on out to the Rock Cinema Open Mic. That's Friday night. It's a free show. You can see uh, people that are also renters because they're comics and they make no money doing that show. It's all free. Come on out. Um, if you've saved enough money, maybe have yourself a beverage. They got a full bar there at Rock Cinema. Or, you know, if you're hard-pressed, I'll buy you a drink. And by that, I mean I'm probably going to sneak beers in because I'm also very poor. If you own a home and you got some savings, come on out. Give us some of that money at uh, Comedy at the Carlson. Mark and I are going to be doing stand-up there, uh, joined by special guest Dario Joseph. 
and uh, Sarah Benson, two very funny comics. You're going to have a great time. That's Saturday night, the Comedy of the Carlson. This has been the Gentleman's Club podcast slash interlude podcast. Uh, we can't say it officially because uh, I'm currently going through a lawsuit with the interlude blog. And, um, you know, it's great and it's not stressful at all. And uh, things are good. Um, it's We make memes and stupid articles that are fake. And somehow I have a, I'm talking to lawyers about it. It's really really stupid. But uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye.